that one. We're Wait, you actually watched Dark? You actually watched Dark, Andre? Yeah, man. All three seasons? No, only season one. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll have to wait till. Did you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you gotta save that for later. What's What's up, guys? <laughs> you are not seeing. Uh, you are not doing deja vu or seeing double today. Um, we are back. The Heroes World Podcast Gang is back for a sidekick show special. Um, so we wanted to talk we- Fast and the Furious. Um, let me see. Hold on. We're live. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we're live. We're live. We're live wow. now. So I've got Rob here with me as per usual. What's up? And we've enlisted Stu and Andre, our compadres from the Heroes Hello. World podcast, to talk this craziness. Hello. Yeah, so we can kind of fit it in. And I think we're going to try and fit in Fast 9 in the regular podcast. I'm not sure how we're going to watch it over here, but we're, we're going to do something. Um, uh, thanks, everyone. Yeah, there are ways. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a road trip down to Buffalo. Yeah. We're going to watch oh. it. And Wait. then we're gonna quarantine. <laughs> I was, I, uh, I thought we were gonna pay your kids, Rob, to do an interpretive dance interpretation of the movie, and then that was how we're gonna learn about it. So we were going to do that before they changed the employment rules. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I, I was, we, I, we agreed it was gonna be a bunch of Fortnite skins. That was what was gonna happen. So <laughs> yeah, your son was totally agreed. He's like, how many Fort skin, Fortnite skins do I get? I'm in. So yeah, make sure you say Fortnite skin and you don't, you don't leave out the night part of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> mess, up, mess, up, mess up a bunch of words. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Lewis says fast in the Fortnite. Uh, so welcome everybody to the Sidekick Show. We are live on a Monday night. It is um, June fourteenth. Um, so summer, summer is here. Uh, so what up, guys? Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for coming on here. Uh, we like to talk on the Sidekick Show. We talk a little bit about the news, uh, and we talk a little bit about what's going down at the shop. Um, and then <laughs> it's getting out of out of hand in the chat already uh and then we're going to talk about our main topic which is uh fast and the furious and uh we've got a bunch of segments for you and Stu just pulled up a brand new one which is going to be a lot of fun towards the end there um so look forward to that so definitely stay locked into that dial uh let me hit you guys with what's coming new at the shop so uh welcome everybody in the chat um let's talk i didn't pull everything so the most important thing that's coming out is Fortnite number five is coming out so if you guys are enjoying this uh batman uh Fortnite zero point. The number five issue is coming out this Wednesday. We should have it hopefully on time, uh, depending on uh, careers and shipment and that kind of stuff. And if you're not familiar with this book, this is the big crossover with Batman and the whole DC universe going into Fortnite universe, as well as other characters showing up like Snake Eyes and all kinds of cool things. I'm a little worried about that premium cover over there, which features our boy uh, Fish Sticks. Uh, in a, in a, in a death yeah, of the family style pose, so I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> yeah. concerned. I'm a little concerned about that guy, but um, that's a lot of fun. And every issue comes with a code for a Fortnite item, and then once you, if you get them all, you'll be able to get a cool Batman armored skin, I believe. Um, so we have these at the shop, and we do did get the third printing of number one, so you can come grab that. And another book that me and Rob have mentioned oftentimes on the Psychic Show, yeah. uh, Batman uh, Earth One Volume Three, is finally hitting this week. Uh, I don't know if it came out last week in the USA, but we, we're getting it in Canada this week. Um, so a really fun book takes place in an alternate universe. Uh, it's an alternate reality, right, Andre? It's uh, Earth it's One. A, is a, it's a, a different. It's um, the Earth One instead of uh, whatever DC's actual Earth is. So it's a different timeline and uh, kind of like a easy to follow version of the superheroes without all the baggage of continuity. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, so really, fun. really fun. Like written so, by Jeff Johns and drawn by Gary Frank. Like, like the first two volumes are just like 
it's like heroin. You just want to keep, you want to, you mainline it into my arm because you want more and more. It's so good. I feel like they should call it the universe one nine 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 nine. Just go <laughs> one should, more. They should definitely assign that. it some arbitrary just, number. Can you assign no it as arbitrary? Just... Like when Xbox went three sixty, it's like yeah, you know what? PlayStation three, we're th we're going three sixty. We're going even higher. Um, sorry. Yeah, so so that'll be and definitely get that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, volume one and two will probably have restocked very soon as well if you haven't caught up on that. Um, so that's just what I want to highlight. There's a bunch of other stuff coming out, but you'll see that. Um, we posted it on our Facebook and Instagram, the list of all the new comics and releases coming out this week. Uh, and then we also have the new Pokemons coming out this weekend, the new Magic, um, and I think there's a bunch of other uh, things coming out. So look forward to uh, seeing those posted as well. So that's that's it for just new stuff. So I'll kick it to Rob for, for the news. Yeah, so um, first of all, I got a little bit of sad news, uh, uh, guys, out of Hollywood. So Oscar-nominated Ned Beatty has died over the weekend at age 83. Uh, now, he was in numerous movies, but you will probably uh, recognize him and remember him the most as uh, Otis, uh, Lex Luthor's bumbling sidekick in the original Superman movie. And if not, if that's not ringing a bell, then for sure you would remember him from Al uh, Albert Pugin's 1990 cinematic no, no one's going to remember that. <laughs> Captain <laughs> America. Yes. It is, is buddy. Sealed? Is that still <laughs> sealed? No, of course not. Oh, okay. But it, Man. But it, it, it was rewound, so we're good. Um <laughs> But yeah, Ned Beatty was obviously, he was in Deliverance and a bunch of other movies, but uh, because of his lore in the Superman universe, I thought it meant worth mentioning. So 83 years old, um, rest in peace to him. Moving on to happier news, uh, Aquaman, 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 anyways, the guy with Aquaman, Aquavelva, the man with Aquafina, Aquafina I believe it's correct. It's Aquafina. Oh, I, right. I would watch right. an Aquafina as Aquafina. Aquafina as Aquawoman. Uh, well, I'm, I'm totally down. <laughs> <laughs> um Fishman has uh he they start filming their uh their sequel to their first movie with Jace Momoa and it's got a title. John, do you know what the title is? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about Aquafina now. So I, is it Lost at Sea or something like that? Something close. Like that? It's Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which oh, okay. okay, Lost I Kingdom guess sounds cooler. Well, yeah, but it's Atlantis. We know it's lost. Like to me, it just seems like the, a very weird title. I mean, it's, well, it's unless like, there's it's another lost kingdom. Or you could have done Finding Mara because they got to find a new <laughs> Mara. Would have this, right? So, what if it was Aquaman Two: Bumblebee Tuna? No, no. no. What? What, what was that Disney movie called? Atlantis: The Lost Something, or was it called The Lost City of Atlantis? That one with Michael I think J. It was Fox. Chris Atlantis, the one that was done by Mignola. Yeah, I don't remember it. It had Michael J. Fox in it, though. It was awesome. Honestly, the the default answer is Aquaman 2, Electric Boogaloo. Just continue on. Like, why do we even... Aquaman 2, The Return of Vinny Chase is really why, what it should be. Why do we not do... Oh, oh my God. goodness. I, I get, I'll, I'm in. I'm, get James Cameron? I'm in, baby. Right. Let's do it. Um, Shoutouts to Entourage, if you guys don't understand that reference. Yes. <laughs> you have no idea what's happening. Um, that trailer was dope with many more. Let's not forget. The, there you wow. go. Uh, speaking of sequels, John Wick 4 starts filming pretty soon. Uh, and guess who's coming back, Johnny? The king of the Bowery himself, Lawrence Fishburne, or as his friends like to call him, uh, Larry uh, Fishburne. Um, but he will be back, <laughs> as, uh, back as the Bowery king in John Wick 4. Uh, he said in an interview that he's going to have a much bigger role in this in this movie. So we'll see what that means. I mean, he said he's heading out. I think it's uh, Bucharest or Budapest or... Belgium, I don't know, one of the B places. Uh, place he's, the it, could, it could be Boston. <laughs> Burlington, I don't know. Well, we know. <laughs> that's right. But he starts filming in the next couple of, I think the next month. So he's out there and that's pretty cool. 
Um, one Shout thing I really wanted Scott to Scott for quickly one thing talk about Boban. I believe the new one's gonna have Bull Bull as a new basketball player to fight John Wick. So oh, could you imagine? Why not have a seven foot nine <laughs> guy fight him? Let's keep on going. So random, random, random new killers. <laughs> um, now, as you know, the Flash movie has been filming in London, England. Uh, last week, we talked about the picture that director Andy Muscati sent with the Batman symbol, the, the crest of the Michael Keaton 1992 Batman. And yeah, it's right from last week. And this week, he topped it off with a tease of Flash's costume. I think John's got the photo that we can put up there. Um, now it's kind of hard to see, but there's actually a lot of, there's interesting like lines that I, you can tell that are coming out of the lightning bolt, which obviously will be like led lights or, or whatever. It's supposed to represent lightning. It's, it looks kind of, it, at first I was like, it looks like Robert Downey Jr.'s chest plate, like in the middle. Um, yes. A question for the I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not... A, a, a car aficionado or a person that knows how to, you know, to do. So you're on the right show tonight. <laughs> um, but but don't you, for like win purposes, need a smooth surface or more like? Wouldn't you need, you know, aerodynamics could, and things be, to make it like that could be glazed over and like when you underside. have a costume with that many ripples when he's running? Wouldn't that kind of make it no. that he's not? They're, they're gonna have efficient? a scene, Stu, where they show that it's clear and someone is waxing him down. <laughs> to, to make sure he's super slick because he's gonna be ceramic coated actually he's gonna be ceramic coated i do know sure. there was a flash that had velvet all on his costume that looked very slick that looked like he was really running <laughs> fast that you know that was just like a fast material but it yes, had john wesley we, we ship, all love that we all love that costume back <laughs> 1991 <laughs> john wesley ship yes he i love it costume you just couldn't get it wet but you know you just couldn't get water on it but this looks right. like very grammar. mechanical and just man it just it doesn't even look like a car hood i would want because it's like yeah, it's but, like but in all fairness it's way better as far as i'm concerned than what we had with Zack snyder's version in justice league mm -hmm. like this like you're to me such a small thing though like yeah, but, it would mm -hmm. not even be but if it was just but at least though you're seeing maybe maybe it is a car maybe it is a flash car, <laughs> flash car. which would be the dumbest thing for flash to have it's if actually his wallet <laughs> it's his wallet um no but at least the symbol is much more representative of the comic origins than mm -hmm. we got with the with the Snyder one, because that it was looks cool. Not... It does look cool, yeah. It does raise I'm, questions. Listen, I'm down cool. for it. They've only been filming for like the past month, month and a bit. So uh, I'm sure we're going to see, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a teaser coming out of DC Fandom in October, I believe that drops. So I'm sure we'll see some more information uh, on the DC Fandom front. Um, but that's pretty cool. Also, and I'm not going to spoil it, but if, if there was some rumors, uh, I guess a spoiler was out this afternoon about a special cameo that we uh, in the Flash movie. I'm not going to talk about it. If you don't want to know anything, avoid Twitter or any other of your favorite comic book websites for the next day or so because it, it kind of broke out about 3 o'clock this afternoon. So um just be forewarned but uh, there is a another character who will be making an appearance in the flash movie so i'm only gonna go that and last i saw it was lewis's 40th birthday i think i saw yes. him say happy birthday lewis happy birthday, happy birthday. Lewis. and he said Ooh. i wish i could find what he had put in that he's like uh it's my 40th please give me a really good um sidekick show well i can't find the 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 comment but i will say this Lewis, your your wish is my command. So later, earlier this afternoon, there was a story that broke about um, Harley Quinn 
season three. I guess now, Stu, you're a big fan of this animated Harley Quinn uh, television show, correct? So yeah. the producers were talking about how they're able to push the envelope on on a lot of things, but DC came back and said there was one thing that they had to cut from the from the from the scene. Do, do either of you, any four of you or three of you, know what I'm talking about? Nope. No, uh, you got that picture they there. Cut, they had to cut from the animated show. Yes, they weren't allowed. They they did not get the green light to continue uh, with this. Essentially, they said. You can have Batman and Catwoman doing a whole bunch of things, but what you can't have is you can't have Batman saying hello to Catwoman's kitty cat. So I think that there was a scene where Batman was going downtown and what? DC, yes, and DC said, <laughs> we're cool with you pushing the boundaries, but apparently heroes don't do that. They are allowed to have a uh, coital interaction, but they're not allowed to be of the oral variety. Heroes don't uh, uh, go down. So DC, they put their foot down and, and that was that. So Lewis, I hope this information is, is fun for you <laughs> and happy 40th birthday, man. I think you're going to have to try again. <laughs> I think we're going to have to try again. And do else. Lewis, I don't think that's going to cut it. <laughs> so that's all I got for news. Look at That's you. It. You guys are all uncomfortable. You guys are all uncomfortable. Look at you all. He's <laughs> shaking his head. and John's got this nervous laugh, and Andre's like, I can't believe we're still talking about this. Yeah, okay. I'm, just, we're, we're not that, I'm about... just trying to figure out what that DC thing is that you're talking about, the news bro breaking, so I'll have to check that out again. I, I wasn't paying attention to who that special About person. the Flash, you mean? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's only if you really want to know. If you start, if you were really to think about things, it, you would uh, it would come to you pretty quickly. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I guess not, Chris. I guess they're not. Um, <laughs> okay, so, anyways, so that's news. On that, on that bombshell, Rob. Uh, I think that wraps up the news. Um, so yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just doing lip service here, John. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, now. You know, all right. So let's talk a little bit about um uh, before we kick it before we kick it off. <laughs> you leave Melissa out. <laughs> Did, did you say labia? Is that what you just said? No, I said label us. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, I don't know who's hitting buttons and, and dropping labels down. But you can hear what you want to hear, Rob, but it's right, not going to change, just, let's change the let's fact just, of what was actually said. All right. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, anyways. Okay, so in other, in other news, the Heroes of World podcast we did on Sunday, we talked about Loki uh, episode one. It's nighttime, guys. Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Loki episode one and a bunch of other things. We did an artist, uh, I mean, a writer swap due to the recent news of Donny Cates and Al Ewing switching books in the Marvel, so switcheroo. So look forward to the new Hulk book and the new uh, Venom books coming out from, from them. It looks pretty cool. Um, and then uh, I think we did, uh, what else did we do in the podcast, Rob? Was, was there one last topic? Well, we, yeah, we had Andre yeah, we has spoken. A, yeah. Yeah, we did the Loki, we did the uh, we did the swap, and that was it. We did recommendations for the young Yeah, yeah, we did oh, right, yeah, that's that right. That's right. Grandparents, for yeah, for young kids. That's right. Yeah, I should yeah. have so, known so, because yeah. my recommendation was Fortnite, and we just talked about the Fortnite Batman book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, a lot of good stuff in the podcast, so definitely check that out. Uh, and then I think uh, without further ado, we're going to start kicking it to some uh, Fast and the Furious uh, action. So uh, I think speaking of Batman and Catwoman, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, stop with the Batman Catwoman <laughs> thing. No one cares about your Batman Catwoman story. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not my job to wrangle this. And then you guys do. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, does. It, 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 it already gets messy in here, Steve. Don't worry. Um, all right. <laughs> okay, so we're jumping into Fast and the Furious. Thanks, guys, for yeah. joining me again. Thanks, everybody, in the comments. Um, 
it's starting to get crazy over there. So if you guys can chill out for a second, that would be very helpful. Um, so Fast and the Furious, um, back in 2001, we're taking you back to that era. Uh, the era of what was the top grossing movie of that year? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Is, is it called the Sorcerer's Stone or Sorcerer's Supreme? It is. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, yeah. yeah, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Supreme. Yeah, that was at the top of the, the box US. office that time. Fast and the Furious was at 13. A couple other gems during that time. Uh, Rush Hour 2 was around that time. Shrek, uh, Monsters Inc., uh, Training Day, one of my all time favorites. Hmm. Um, uh, Planet of the Apes, Pearl Harbor. So a bunch of stuff. So that, that's, that's the era we're in. Um, so let's talk Fast and the Furious. So I've got a little bit of lead up to it. Um, so Fast and the Furious was originally based off an article published in Vibe magazine by Ken Lee called Racer X, where he detailed the underground uh, happenings of street racing kind of uh, thing, nighttime shenanigans. Um, and I guess the producers saw it and decided to produce this movie. Uh, it had a budget of $38 million and it grossed uh, in $207.3 million. So uh, a definite blockbuster at that time. Um, movies of today's standards have definitely gone higher than that. Uh, but for 2001, that was pretty up there. Uh, and a tight runtime of 106 minutes. So uh, pretty pretty good. Uh, and it, 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 it originally released June 22nd back in 2001. So we're actually right around, like, we're very close to the yeah, anniversary. 20 of the years. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a little crazy that we happen to just stumble upon it. I don't know if they originally planned this release date for Fast 9 to be pushed back this far and, and end up doing this um, on the 20th anniversary, but that's pretty interesting. Um, so I think we want to kick it to general thoughts. So we've already watched it. Hopefully everyone in the comments has rewatched it. Um, so let's kick it to Rob first with your general thoughts on, on the rewatch, how you felt about the movie. Does it still stand up? Is you still recommend it uh, in 2021? Uh, we'll take it away, Rob, and then we'll go around. Uh, I just I'm I'm transfixed with Stu just looking waiting for a train wreck. Um, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> I would probably this is probably the one Fast and Furious movie I've seen the most. Um, but not out of like because I don't like the other ones. It's just I watched this a lot after it came out. When it came and it dropped on DVD, I was watching it a lot. I was really enjoying this movie back in the day. So. It's been a fair amount of time. I would say a couple of years. I think I did a rewatch of all of them leading up to Fast 8. Um, so I rewatched it again. I actually watched it with my son, who was literally adamant he did not want to watch it. And I said he had done something. I said, as a punishment, you have to watch this movie. And then he was fighting with me. <clears throat> so I said, okay, give me 20 minutes. And after that, he was completely hooked. So does it hold up for him he kind of enjoyed it um but I, looking at it from the lens of uh, you know having 20 years this movie would have came out before he was born just to put this in the put it in yeah context, he's, right? he's 12 um, i know i'm just saying if you put it in context like if you go and think of a movie that came out before you were born sure. oh, you yeah, generally yeah. are not interested yeah but he he quite enjoyed it so for that aspect it definitely holds up i don't think though like the 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 it's not a good it's not a well shot movie right? The pacing is really bananas. Um, there's a lot of dead time in, in these scenes. It doesn't move as fast as we're accustomed to, which is oxymoronic. Um, I, I'm surprised at some of the, the, the choices that were made. The color palette in a lot of it is, is off. I mean, the scene in the diner when Brian first meets uh, Mia is all is very orange. And even my son was like, why is it all orange hue? And I'm like, oh, that's just the color saturation that I remember chose. that back in the day really sticking out. I was like, what the hell happened to the camera? 
I thought that the 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 music, John. And I you we talked about this just before we we jumped on air. The music doesn't hold up. Like it's I to a point where I was actually going to message you and say, "Is did I'm watching it? I'm streaming it through Crave. Did they not have the rights to the songs and they put on put in these like, um, you know these these uh nope. you know knockoffs? But apparently they <laughs> are. It's the techno. Like it just doesn't hold up. It, Overall, doesn't hold. It's very difficult to look at this movie and know where we are nine films later to be like, how does this, how did they, like, kudos to whoever figured out that they could make this massive franchise based on this one movie and, and let have it evolve into what we get now because it's almost impossible to see the DNA of that really enriched in this movie aside from a, a, a standard heist, which when you look at this, the, the heist in and of itself is... Like you only get to see it twice before they have the failure on uh, at near the end of the movie, right? And it's not like you don't get that. Like it's very quick and fast, and that and it's over. You're not like, oh, okay. So all that to say, it's a fun movie to watch. It's it's probably the easy. I, I we're gonna I'm gonna be watching all of them again with my son, but f I think it's the easiest for him to to kind of get into because it does lay a groundwork of some of these characters. Um, but there's a lot. It's funny. There's a lot of. I had to have a conversation about some of the, the language that is used or the derogatory <laughs> terms, which, it, it's you know having to have those discussions twenty years later. Like I never thought of it back then, right? So, um, at any rate, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it, it it definitely for me does not hold up as it my memory of the movie did when I used to watch it. You know, back in my early or mid twenties. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Um, so I've probably seen the movie at least once a year. So that means at least 20 times, maybe more than that. But oh I'll, I'll kick it to Stu because I'm actually, uh, Stu is actually kind of mystery. I'm not sh actually sure how he feels about this first movie. I know five and a couple of the other ones. He definitely right, you guys all go. I'll go at the end. Don't worry. I'll, no, no. I'll <laughs> I feel like you should go now, Stu. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no. It'll be a mystery. Back okay. Let's make enigma. Let, let's let's kick it to Andre, who's a big fan of what's going down now with Fast and the Furious. But um, I'm not quite sure if he was down with the first maybe three or even four, um, which we'll I guess we'll talk about later on how they all line up. So, Andre, what, what are your thoughts on the rewatch of Fast and the Furious one? So um, I really, really like uh, the series. I, I own it probably three different ways. Got it on Blu-ray, got it on Blu-ray Steelbook, and I got it on HD DVD until like they didn't come out. The only one I don't own is number three, is Tokyo Drift. Um, and uh, I got to say, re-watching this first one, the first one is probably the one I watched the least out of all of them. I really started enjoying the series more at number four. But I got to say, re-watching this, this first one, while you can see technically... Um, you know, there's there's some shortcomings. I, I disagree with Rob. I think the DNA is all there. Like looking back, looking at where they are and looking where they where they started, you see a lot of this. Like this movie for no big actors, no big budget, no expectation. They actually had moments of character in there that modern movies don't even have. And these are like like it's they're just like jobbers. Like look at the the, the autistic uh, guy. They have a whole thing saying, I dropped out of school, but I love motors and motors make me, you know, it calms me down. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got no right being that good. You know what I mean? Like talking about that stuff, you know, building up. It, I, I thought this movie, like whoever created these characters, I think they created the characters and they had an idea. And I think they were just hoping that that it would become 
bigger than it was. Now, I'm sure they didn't expect it to become the blockbuster pulling in all of these Hollywood people. But that is just like, again, without having the foundation of the first and second movie, you, you're not going to get to, you know, four and then five and, and where, where we are today. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it. Uh, I, it's, it's gotten a little bit more respect for me because like Rob said, you think the movie is just about the heist and about the car, but the heist really has nothing to do with it. Right. It's really about them building each other up and talking about what their main thing is, is family. And they had that they had those roots right at the right at the beginning. Even even the whole thing with Dom, you know, they're like, oh, this guy's a murderer. This guy beat a guy within an inch of his life. Yeah. But we don't remember that the the guy he beat up, you know, did a cheap, uh, cheap thing. And his father died because of it. You know, how how angry would you be? Right. So. I think again, all of this stuff like was built into these characters. Sure, it's fun to look at them and see, oh my god, look how young they look and how like they're oh, green. Man. Yeah, they're all green. Yeah, like, they're they're act, very young. Like like whoever cast them and said, yo, you have to act this way. It, it they're acting so stereotypical. Like Michelle Rodriguez when she's walking like this, yeah. it's, like, it's like wow. I like, smell you look, you look where they come. <laughs> yeah, you just look where they where they got and it was like uh you know anyways i i think it's i think it was great it's it's uh it was a good it was definitely a good rewatch for me yeah okay so andre andre def- appreciates it more upon upon the rewatch <laughs> going going back into this time machine back to 2001 right before Stu kicks it off and 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 probably rips on it i'll say i can't really say anything because i'm so biased and so nostalgic for this movie it 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 can do no wrong i will say i did notice um the, the graininess in some of the film, I don't know if maybe the nighttime shots, maybe the cameras they had were not as good. You could definitely see it. And the and the weird filter for that that sandwich shop that Dom owns that sells, uh, you know, week old tuna fish or whatever. Um, <laughs> maybe that's the filter. Maybe the filter was a bunch of tuna fish um, rubbed onto the, the lens or something. You can definitely see that. But they look so young. But I don't know. Everything about this movie, I just love it. It, always, it takes me right back. Um, and before this, I'll just mention it quickly that the cars, I don't think, were really filmed in this kind of music video style. Like, like when they're pulling in, they've got low angle shots and all this kind yeah. of stuff. So the cars, being a car guy, movies weren't really kind of like this. So even if you watch, um, I don't remember what year Gone in 60 Seconds came out, but I think it was before this. Um, I think it Gone was, in 60 yeah. Seconds doesn't quite have that same oomph that this, go, this has um, for me. And I could go on and on about all the cars and all that kind of stuff, but l- I think it'll come up during the discussion. So let me let me hear from Stu, who is a, a much more esteemed uh, film critic and I think can uh, t- take away his his nostalgia or, or if he had any nostalgia for this particular film, because I'm pretty sure he was hanging around the Tim Hortons when I was and probably saw some of this action going down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There, It is a movie of its time. It is something when you have to imagine it was the year 2000. Things were different back then. In the year 2000. (laughs) And and there's people that know La Bamba and there are people who don't know La Bamba. So (laughs) that is is the situation in the year 2000. When this movie was made, it was 2000. It came out 2001. So Andre's talked before about period pieces. This is a period piece. When you watch it, when you see the heist and it's a, a VCR slash TV combo of electronics yeah. they're stealing. Did you, see, did you like, see Paul Walker's phone? I think it was an old like StarTech or, yeah. or, 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 <laughs> or, or a mic, the one with that yeah. two-way radio that we and Andre had back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 
it is like oh man really rough um it, it's it's like that i kind of push aside going as andre said before you just gotta let that slide because that's the period piece like when you watch old movies from the 40s and 50s and they don't have cell phones you just let it let it ride so that alone i rewatched it with try to open mind it's not a great movie um it's it's very put together poorly in a lot of sense where the characters are there andre's right like the the crux of 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 the characters are there but now they're like caricatures of themselves it's like right. the couple one-liners they had now it's like when you do a caricature on the streets like this is andre but the guy that draws has a big head and they just emphasize like what do you do you like cars andre yeah and they just put you in a giant head and a giant car and then here's your picture and then there it is and you're like oh this, this is truly a caricature of me and that's what's going on with all the characters. Like Dominic Toretto is like the tough guy. We're going to make him now tough times 12 from a D&T. Like we're just going to make him tougher as the movies go along. And every character just gets pushed and pushed to a level where they're completely different and devolved. Well, it's absurdity. Yeah, it's, 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 but the thing yeah. is like, I. Well, I'll he was already kind of absurd. He was hanging yeah. out the window of the Civic going, come here, I'm going to catch you. Yeah. Like if that guy jumps into your arms, he's he's street pizza. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> I think we all agree these movies are fun. We're watching them sure. because of the suspension of disbelief. We're not there to watch Sis and Kane or to watch Deliverance or to watch a, a like a Oscar caliber movie. These are for fun, and these are R.I.P. Um, these are things that we get to just sit back and laugh and watch and. and Eat popcorn and just watch all these movies and just go and laugh at the absurdity that is the Fast and the Furious. If this was truly something that was uh, deep and, and had different plot lines, like again, everything here is razor thin. Everything goes in storyline, but, but I think it does come off better than it than it could have been. When we if, if we're gonna talk about when we start talking about Fast and the Furious 2, that's a movie you can definitely tell if Fast and Furious 1 was anything like Fast and the Furious 2. We probably would not have had this whole string of things happening. So number one does achieve um, some kind of like working with what they were given. Yeah. Kind of. Well, we also have to recognize that Stu said it's it's a, a product of its time. It's also we don't that car culture doesn't exist anymore like it did in the in the late nineties to the mid two thousands. You don't see people souping up their cars with the 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 undermount lights anymore. Like you don't. It, it, it was very reflective. It was like art imitating life. It was very reflective of a, of a time period that doesn't exist anymore. So I completely excuse right on when he says it's a product of his time. The what I say though when it says it doesn't have the DNA, Andre, I just meant that, and Stu just said it, it's the caricatures. Like, yes, it's got the cars and the heist, but all of a sudden Dom and the rest of the family are these master thieves, <laughs> right? Who are able to draw, you know, dive, you know, drive out of buildings in Dubai yeah. in fast seven. Yeah, but, fast but, but, so that's yeah, what I, I meant by that. You're missing like, like what, what but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on the movie. I enjoyed no, no. it. I'm just saying it's very hard but, to like, but the movie, like, like what they're doing now in the current stuff is they're raising the bar because they have more money and they have to one up themselves. Mm. Like John said, you're watching this movie, the opening scene, They've got these four Honda Civics or whatever they were, and they go mm -hmm. underneath the trailer yeah. and pull. Yeah, but that so did Clark. Like, Clark Griswold did that in Christmas Vacation. Come on. Yeah, not the same. Not the <laughs> so, same. like, uh, here, right? so but, let me but, finish but, up so my point about uh, about the movies too. Is that when it's uh, you know, like, and Marab mentioned it too. It's a product of also the producers, the directors, and what was popular at the time period. The pacing of the film, like, I don't blame that because again, 
that's what a movie in 2000 would have been in 2001. You look at race wars. You look at you know the story of the family. Like These are things that they try to intertwine, and I give them credit for trying to do a high storyline, a race war, and then on top of that, like this whole concept of a familia, family, and all that stuff, which is, again, a lot of things they're tying together in a movie like this where you would, you know, you look at the comparable movies back then to this, it didn't have that level of, 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 of mix of that, right? You look at the greatest, you know, heist movies of all, and you look at, uh, there's a certain movie with uh, Keanu Reeves and, uh, and uh, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick Swayze. And, and there's a brotherhood in that, but it's not the same brotherhood and family that this is putting in and you would say that that is you know similar but also different at the same time well we had reviewed we rewatched point break just a couple weeks ago and it is very funny as i'm watching this you can see this is just like a it's a carbon copy of of point of point break right i mean it's right down right down to the you know i'm a cop mia i'm a player i guess right down to the to you can't reeves right so just Missing he was the part where he lets him go and lying on the ground. I was waiting for him to shoot the gun up in the air. Going, <laughs> so like like again, we love these movies, Andre. They're fun. They're you turn off your brain, but by no means is this a, a movie that I'm gonna sit back and be like, I wonder what the long term ramifications are. Let's let's think about what this means. <laughs> at, at that time, I don't think we could have ever seen what, yeah. what has happened. And we'll I think we can maybe get into that to that later. But um but uh, but I'm with one Andre. I love this movie. I can't I can't not watch it. I, I can't really critique like, it other about than the jokingly. <laughs> think about the thefts they're doing, John, of that movie. Like, the amount of hand-hand combat, the gun shooting, and the thefts. Like, again, they barely beat, like, John. No, no, no. Like, like, like Andre like, said, that that yeah, that whole like, theft element is a side piece, right? Like, even when I was watching the movie, when you get to that part at the end where they're kind of pulling Vince off the truck and stuff, it's such a... Late in the movie, it's only like maybe the, like the last fifteen minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's all about the the lead up the, and the car culture. And a bunch of the guys did mention in the comments, yes, car modding is still going on now, uh, but to the extent it was back then, it's not it's not there. We used to go like uh, Stu lives in my area too. We used to go to the Tim Hortons Hill, out on Sixteenth and Woodbine, yeah, in Silver City, and there used to be a car meet every freaking mm -hmm. Friday. And just all these cars would be just lined up, people would be chilling, and then they'd take off to the wherever they were going to do their thing. Mostly, they were yeah. just everyone was just showing off, and then they'd probably mm -hmm. just go home or, 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 yep. or you know, go back uh, wherever they were going to go. Um, but yeah, it, I, it, was, can... it was a crazy time. And, and even speaking to people who own rim stores and and and, and that kind of stuff, that the market is definitely not not quite the same as it was at that time. But I can concur. It's that an interesting, have... yeah. I can concur that I have indeed seen John on an occasion on a Friday night at Tim Hortons back in the day, just wandering, yeah. walking with when me and Chad would show up there, and then all of a sudden they'd be John and sometimes uh, a match. You you would just drive up. You could be driving whatever yeah. car then, you want. <laughs> you just drive up and you just walk around. It, it was it, a crazy be, time. So John and, and and the magical appearance by Hugo. So this is this is how yeah. far it goes back. Shout outs to Chad and Hugo. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, old, old times. Yeah, takes me back. That's why this movie. I can't really do any. I can't really say anything negative about it because it's it's just uh, brings back so much for me. So let okay. So with with our overall thoughts uh, on. So I think we do all say it is worth watching, uh, despite it's uh, a documented history. A documented. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. This is like basically Stu. Stu is saying it's a product of its time. 
So 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 leave it there. Andre is saying he actually appreciates it more now on the rewatch. And, and Rob was saying it was a fun time for an action movie of that era. And and I say it's a I almost want to say it's a masterpiece, but let's not get into that. <laughs> so so let's no, jump into no, um, obviously obviously the two main main characters of the movie, uh Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel and uh Brian Brian Earl Spillner or whatever, Brian O'Connor <laughs> played by um the the late great uh Paul Walker, Walker. of course. Um, Those are definitely the two best characters in there. So I don't even know if I need to ask if if you're a Brian or a Dom guy. Um, Yeah, actually, let's start with, are you a Brian or Dom guy? And maybe your favorite uh, non uh, main cast member. So let's, let's go with Rob first. Do you, are you, do you, uh, are you Toretto or are you uh, O'Connor? I'm an O'Connor. And I think uh, the way that this foursome is looking, I think uh, Andre would be Dom. And uh, <laughs> I think guesses on oh, the other you say. Oh, <laughs> oh, you say. This is, this is me, you know, trying to get on set. You know, I was thinking, oh, come on, you can use another one. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There you go, John. All right. Who's your favorite supporting cast member, uh, Rob? Oh, I'm going to go with Michelle Rodriguez as Letty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I, I was never not nothing against Jordana Brewster. I it, she's just not. I was all. I was all for Michelle Rodriguez for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, Stu. Did you have a? Are you Dom Dahmer or O'Connor guy? Uh, O'Connor all the way. I, I think yeah. he he has the heart that I care about, uh, and he has some. I I think he has just a little bit more humility because he's like he loses. Dom's never lost anything, so he doesn't know how to lose. And Brian's lost all the time; like he loses everything. His yeah, yeah. Job, he, he gets he gets off. beat up. Yeah, he gets yeah. beat up. Like he just continues, as the great song Chumbawamba says. He gets <laughs> not, gets knocked down. He gets up again. You know, these are things that happen. He gets knocked down and gets up again. This is this is the story of Brian O'Connor. So. Uh, I I back Chumbawamba and I back uh, back uh, former police officer slash FBI. Do we know what he was FBI? I think he was FBI. No, he was police. No, he was he was, he was local FBI police and then police. Yeah, but no. In this movie, he was strictly police. He wasn't strictly former police, FBI. He was strictly police. Later on, he was and former fast, FBI. Sure. Too fast, furious two. I think he was FBI. Was upgraded to FBI with uh, yeah. That generally happens, has. right? Uh, I, yeah. yeah. No. No. He, he, he's a felon. He's still a felon in two. He doesn't get his FBI status until four. Until four. Um, And and that's where he's like running through buildings and stuff like that. Um, Andre, everyone in the comments is saying you're, you're, you're basically the bang on for a, you know, a race bended uh, Vin Diesel. Um, (laughs) So are you, are you, are you um, team Vin Diesel or a team, uh, team, team team Vinny, man? Like, uh, come on. That was, uh, I I think this movie, like, like we know we put him on the map and, and yeah, if he's playing a caricature of himself, man, he's, he's, he'd be a cool dude. He'd be a cool ass dude. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Stu, I forgot to get your favorite um, non main cast member. I got to give a shout out to the guy that speaks nothing, who sees all and was never seen again in the Fast and Furious. Shout out to Leon, uh, <laughs> who was there for one Fast and Furious film and never seen again. He was there. I thought so too. He's in Fast Seven. I just did a search of his IMDb. Is he apparently in Fast he, Seven? What? Yeah, apparently no, he he's shows not. up in Fast Seven. No, he, no I, don't think he's, I don't think he's come back. What? You'd have to I double check that. Maybe, maybe a flashback. I think it's yeah. a flashback or something. I don't think oh, he's man. actually officially rejoined the cast. It's, so it I think it he's done an interview. Flashbacks things. in Fast and Furious Six, yeah. Fast yeah. Five, 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to fact check that. Uh, in Andre, Andre do you have a favorite uh, side character? From from this movie, I would I would probably say uh, the autistic. I can't even remember his name, but yeah, Jesse, uh, Jesse. Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Like again, I thought I thought his thing was cool, man. Heartbreaking when he just gets gunned down because he comes back and he's like, "Oh, I screwed up, I screwed up, Dom, help me." And then, and yeah, but look, you, you're not you're talking about there's two scenes where those Yakuza guys just bust out machine guns, so it's not a far stretch from where they got. You know, yeah, but the, to, the, to, they to, were like storm started, right? Like they, they barely could hit the side of a barn, Andre, and he, they were lucky they got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, whatever. But they, they were still lots of gunplay, so you know. Yeah, it was, it was ADD. He mentioned, yeah. but which you know, who knows? Like Attempt, a learning disability deficit disorder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah cool. I, I give a shout out to Vince, who kind of basically knew uh, knew Brian was the cop from the beginning <laughs> and was completely right. And the whole family gets torn apart because nobody listens to him. Um, so <laughs> R.I.P. to Vince, who died. Yeah. Smart yeah. With Vince, like, like he hated the guy, hated the guy. And then O'Connor comes and saves him and then calls mm-hmm. the ambulance. Right. Yeah. Like he's dead. If he if O'Connor doesn't do that, he's dead. So well, either way, he was he, he was wrong. <laughs> Stu's right. O'Connor got the heart he, of gold. Right. I, I, but Andre, it, it's like it's like uh, the, the other terrible horror movie, uh, the one where you they, they missed death and they came back. What's the movie I'm looking for? Um, Flatliners. No, the one with the uh, Stifler was in it. The movie where they 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 missed an airplane that crashed and then they died anyways. Oh, Final Destination. Final Destination. Final Destination. Because in Fast Five, he dies anyways, right? So he just he just lived a little bit longer and then he died anyways. So Vince didn't survive that much longer. He he might come back. He might come back. All right, let's. let's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let, no, let's, let's kick, let, let's kick it to your your favorite scene. Um. So um. Do you do you want to go again, Rob, or do you want to flip flip it and go reverse? My favorite scene. I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't, um, race wars. Race wars <laughs> I, I, because, because I, the scene of Michelle of Letty racing that that yeah. that dummy and <laughs> and she she looked you know uh, I, I anyways I'm before I get divorced I'm just gonna say that that was great <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, dude, do you have a scene, scene that, do you have a scene that you actually quite like or would we we watch on the repeat or enjoy watching you know, it unfold honestly i think that was the first scene when you kind of unveiled to that culture when you first saw the scenes of all the cars lined up and then all the people lined up and just the build-up to the first yeah. street race that's yeah. the iconic like yeah you, you see a transition into nighttime to show the city yeah, during yeah, the like, day like and transitions that... into night and all and the then, cars show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then because even in the other films, what they'll do is they'll just show that shot and they're like, Yeah, that's all you need. Like we're just show a bunch of line of cars yeah. with people hanging out and just listen to music, and then well again the LED lights underneath, and then boom, fade to black. Like even the other one was a fast seven, like we need fast cars, and they just show up and then they just not even show the race and they just show yeah. up with brand new cars. Like that is the perfect <laughs> amount skip of skip that step. <laughs> like we knew we know they're gonna win the race but I, I really like that type of like quick uh transition so yeah that was it yeah all right andre all-time favorite scene from this first movie oh man there's so many cool ones after um after watching it i will say um toss up uh, i i really like the, the the end scene where o'connor gets to 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 save vince like i thought that was pretty cool but i did also like when uh 
at race war when the, the guy calls Dom a narc. He's like, oh, you narc yeah. me out. And he just gets vexed and he just jumps on him. And then like three times people have to try and pull him back. And then Letty just clocks the guy running in. So I yeah, like she hits, she hits him with a nice, uh, yeah, nice she, punch. Was, I guess he had come off of a, a girl fight a, movie. A surprise yeah. right hook, That's you know? Amazing. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, my favorite scene that I've watched like a bazillion times is uh, right after they raid uh, Johnny Tran's house, um, the Dom and uh, Brian go for a spin in the Supra, which is the <laughs> ultimate definition of why why people modify their cards. He pulls up to the guy in the Ferrari. He asks <laughs> how much the Ferrari, what's the retail on that? And the guy revs the engine. He's like, more than you can afford, pal. And I think that's the director of the movie or something like that. No, it wasn't. The director of the movie was yeah. the guy who drove the, was the pizza guy. Oh, he's a pizza guy. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I, Rob I, Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's a somebody as well, too. Um, So more than you can aff- afford, pal, is about 200K uh, at, at that time. <laughs> um, and, and the Supra would have been 40k new so that that's the whole reason why there's this appeal and you know souping up your car as the whole expression is built not bought so that that scene what obviously we don't condone any type of street racing or any type of speeding there's no need this is a movie you know that they do that in the movies let them do that in the movies but the fact that he's just swerving through in and out and you get to see so so this is the character stuff that andre was talking about you get to see how cool brian is under under pressure he just weaves in and out and diesel's like what the hell's going on like you you get to see that character how calm and cool he is um and then just as a side note uh that ferrari you would probably get be able to get now for 75k uh the toyota supra without any mods you would probably have to spend at least 120k on right now um so it's a little uh, more than you can afford pal now flips now flips <laughs> <laughs> so it, i just thought that was kind of funny um so let's let's jump. I'm I'm gonna bring up a tier list, and we're gonna rank all the cars in their zero to sixty times. And, and in fact, no, I'm just joking. Um, I, I want to know. Okay. I'm swallow my own head. Yeah. I I just want to I just want to um <laughs> I just want to ask what your favorite car of this movie is. Being a car guy, just indulge me a little bit for a second. What sure. was your favorite car of of this entire movie? Everyone in the comments, you can definitely uh. Uh, drop, drop uh, which was your favorite car? My brother mentions the uh, the dude I almost had you uh, seen, which was hilarious. Was the whole funny. the whole yeah. speech, you know, uh, the whole you don't win win by an inch or a mile and that kind of stuff, and the, all those guys with respect. So um, definitely, uh, definitely drop your favorite car. Uh, Scott's already in there with the Charger. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Rob, what was your favorite car of the movie? And do you know if your son had a favorite car of this first movie? No, I didn't ask him. We're not car people, yeah. um, but yeah. I would say my favorite car would have been the Charger, the Dom Charger at the end. It was just very cool looking. Like I'm more, if I was to pick like a, a, a car for myself, I'd go with those more classic muscle cars than I would with these souped up cars. So I would go with that. Um, I know you were originally going to say the VW, but unfortunately I think Frankie Munez <laughs> bought, bought that. I, I think uh, he, did buy, that. he did buy that Jetta. Yeah, so he, yeah the Jetta. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so there you go. So I'd say the Charger for sure. Stu, I, as, if, I, if I'm not... Rec- mistaken i think you did have a standard transmission honda back in the day i did which is, uh, a was it a vigor a 92 acura vigor yes which is oh, actually right. a rare car right now so i don't know how much it is worth on the market but i thought that was I, funny little <laughs> i'm i'm sad to say that i've looked recently because i miss that car uh, i miss driving stick but uh, yeah, that thing started falling apart at me near the end, so I had to get rid of it. <laughs> so unfortunately, I got a, a new one. But man, if I could have had the garage space, I would have kept that. And yeah, that's why I looked a little, I think like a few months ago, it was still 
Uh, it's it, that in the standard transmission is kind of rare. So sorry, indulge my cardness, card nerdness. Uh, Stu, do you have a favorite car from this from this uh, first? I movie? had like the two cars I love the most was that green 1999 Mitsubishi equipped uh, Eclipse GST, that one that yep. Paul Walker was driving in the beginning because it's just so stupid and ridiculous. Lime green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's freaking green. It's like it's just. <laughs> ugly and i'm looking at the picture of it i'm like oh like that is just thing but um the car that i loved the most was uh driven by johnny uh tram as well as um as well as i think the girl from fast and furious too fast too furious yeah. and yeah. that was the honda Suki. s2 uh 2000 yes, s 2000 yeah oh it's yeah. just a beautiful looking car and i'm just looking at it like i'm like yeah that that's the one yeah yeah yeah. and he had to have the black it was all black it was black it was, on black because he's the bad guy right so the yeah, bad guy has to drive the car the, the black on black, black. was just fire i was like yes that's that's the car yeah yeah, yeah. because so, I yeah. Think so that, she had the purple and pink she had a pink in with yeah they, her, hers was all decoed up and what they did for the first after the first movie they would reuse a lot of the cars yep. so the supers and all that stuff came back for the second movie and got mm. repainted restickered and all that kind of stuff i was actually gonna pick that as my sleeper uh choice because i didn't think a lot of people noticed because it was in the movie so so short but it's it's a very hot car it's, very oh, collectible nice right now area. drop top if you, if you guys have never driven in a drop top i used to think they were stupid until i drove one and i'm like this is pretty fucking sweet. Uh, yeah. You don't drive in the sun, though. You drive in the evening because otherwise your face gets melted. Uh, Andre, um, are you going to stick on brand and choose the Charger? Or was there any other car here uh, that I think you were like? I think the coolest car in, the, in this movie, just for the decal alone, was the Supra at the end. You know, and it had it had the, the, the guy with the javelin as the uh, the on the side. I thought that was really cool. But, yeah, you know, the Charger the Charger's symbolic of the whole series. But I think in this movie... I think that super was 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 pretty hype. Yeah, it's, the super definitely wins the movie. As it, I'm pretty sure Fast and Furious is one of the main reasons it skyrocketed the the value of this car, especially now to find a find it a version of it in that condition. Um, and every time I see one on the road, I do pull over and, and take a look. <laughs> uh, uh, so, one last thing, John, just to, for your curiosity, yeah. I didn't mention the cost of the '92 Acura Vigor I saw because yeah. I didn't look. Uh, there was one for about uh, about three grand. So I was like, three well, grand. That is a lot for a car that is probably over twenty something years old. Yeah, that, it's just that an was, obscure Honda. Well, like, yeah, John. If it's nineteen ninety two, it would be thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, a ninety. Good. Yeah, Thank it's you. a thirty Math year old. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Definitely. This. This super definitely deserves credit. I. I do really like that Eclipse as well, Stu. I think that is more. I feel like that speaks to me as the movie. Mm-hmm. More because that's the first car he's got. He's driving around. It's and it's very outrageous. Even though the super is quite outrageous. So, um, thanks for indulging my card nerdness for that, guys. Um, so, what about the Chevy? What about the Chevy Malibu police cars? No, no love for the. No, sorry, no. Those no. get destroyed. <laughs> I, I feel like when when they were driving down the road and they were shooting up cars, I felt like yeah. they kept shooting up the same cars over and over again. It was yeah. kind of funny. Uh, the two, the two, the two guys on on the bikes. Um, let me see. Uh, and then I think I have one or. One one more question, and then we'll let uh, Stu st- Stu came up with a really good uh, find on uh, IMDb. So hopefully you guys stick st- uh, stick around for that. So my last question was, and it's tied a little bit to what Stu said. So I don't know if that Leon thing was fact or or not, but um, who would you if you guys had to bet on someone coming back? We've got two more, I think, movies to go in the in the franchise. Um, so who would you bet on possibly returning from this first movie? Would you bet on uh, Johnny Tran uh, returning with his brother Lance? And possibly a little nugget that was dropped 
Dominic Toretto slept with his sister. So there could be a potential uh, triple Another villain threat. Child? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there could be some like crazy thing coming up because he's not established as dead. Brian calls nine one one, so maybe he'll come back. Rick Yoon, he, you know, he's a good guy. He's a good actor. He's a good looking guy. Come on, Stu, stop shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think he was pretty much dead, dead. But yeah, we'll keep. On no, going. no, he checks his phone. I think. I think there's a possibility. Well, he's less dead than a lot of other characters that have come back yeah. <laughs> from being dead, quote unquote. Yeah. Or less would you dead bet than Han? Yeah, yeah. Or would you bet on Leon, the the forgotten family member of of Dominic's family, um, who uh, for some weird reason let Jesse bet his car against Johnny Tran? Like, what kind of buddy is that? He was like, he pulls the car up to the line for him, goes here, go get him. <laughs> and then later on, when Diesel is like, you let him do what? He just acts like nothing happened. So, <laughs> who who would you would you want any of those guys to return, Rob? I was thinking more of um, Sergeant Tanner, uh, Ted Levine. Uh, <laughs> um, but if I was, if I, do I have to pick the two people you've said? No, you, if, you, if you have a secret choice, go for it. The guy who Letty was racing is. He's so pissed. He's been thinking about that. Rolled up. Like, I like how they had just said 2000, just too large she called it just just yeah, wrapped up I in know, bundles right, yeah. too large and he's like yeah i yeah, got yeah. i just happen to have the exact same rule too large too well. let's <laughs> let's rock and roll he's been <laughs> stewing for years uh just as a side note actually the the driver of that ferrari scene was neil moritz he's been the producer of all the frat fast movies so yeah, yeah i think he was I, I remember he was a big deal yeah, yeah. um Stu, would you want to see any of these guys come back you you already know that I have a love for Leon that cannot be you know yeah. that that cannot be taken away from me. He he deserves more than just driving these these riffraff away in the vehicle without any love afterwards. He 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 basically carried them all away to victory because there one was bleeding out the back of the car and none of them were capable. Well, of yeah, was, his was the only functioning Civic left at the end. <laughs> he, right. Without him, there would be no franchise. Dang, <laughs> damn it. So, uh, you know, Justice for Leon is the new but, hashtag. But they do kind of, <laughs> Justice for Leon. Justice for Leon. They actually kind of do him a little bit dirty when, when uh, Mia's telling the backstory of how everyone ca- came onto the crew. Right. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, Letty was hanging around. Yeah. Vince knew him from childhood. Oh, and and then Leon showed up, and then, then that's the end of her story to Brian. Yeah, he was, <laughs> so kind yeah, of like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leon and, and Jesse, whatever they just kind of showed up and everyone just kind of showed so up. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now, now they're gone. Andre, would you want to see any of these guys come back? Um, I, I think how they brought back other villains. I think it might be good for Tran to come back. I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. I, you know what? I think that'd be more interesting than Dom having a a a, a brother that they never mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah know, so. where was his brother when his dad was killed in the race yeah. he wasn't even he wasn't even at the track that day <laughs> so they're going to reveal his mother as some other character i guess well um, it's funny funny okay. you mentioned that because andre i was thinking about you because last night i was watching the movie and during sunday's show i think we had said well maybe maybe we were off the air and i said well maybe it was like like an adoptive brother or something and then but mia never mentioned any other sibling right so I, yeah i'd be very interested to find out who this brother is. Could you imagine if it's a big buildup and it's like, they're not really brothers. They're just like, Hey, you're my oh, brother. No, they're brothers. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, Oh, it could be, a, you know, maybe it's a half, it's a half brother from a, that they didn't realize without, without his without, last name's Toretto. Right. I had a conversation with someone the other day and, and he watched the movie and uh, there is a scene with little, 
the two of them as young boys. So yeah, it, it is. It, it's in the movie. So without ruining too much, it, yeah, it, it's canonized as he both of them were the scene where the father dies at the thing. So uh, yeah, at the racetrack. But it's it's stupid. It's, it's very thin. This, uh, this movie, the plot line for for Fast Nine. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right, cool. So, so we maybe would want to see them kind of come back. Um, I, I had the secret answer. My brother actually got it, um, which was Ja Rule. Bring, bring Edwin back. Um, he, he was, was he the in guy. The first one, I thought he was in the second. He's one. in the no. He's in the first one. He's the one who wants to race and is racing for a threesome. Monica in the Integra and loses. <laughs> and, the story, and the story goes that he was supposed to reprise his role, but he turned it down because he was going on tour. He he had a, he wanted more money. Career. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they kind of they, they kind of blew up so that and and Ludacris stepped in <laughs> and yeah. basically took took and his. And now spot. look where that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to do a quick. John yeah, yeah. yeah. well, well, anything. <laughs> I don't know, Andre. If you heard, he made a bit of a festival that happened uh, down. Oh, so Fire I think Fest is a, yeah. is a yeah, he's mess. Fine. But he's fine. I think I think ja Rule did not yeah. anticipate uh, being absolutely destroyed by Fifty Cent when Fifty Cent rolled onto the scene. Um, so maybe, maybe he thought his career was going to go a lot further than that. Um, so my question was going to be, was that the dumbest career move ever? But I think we all know the answer to that one. Um, well, let, I think let, he could be hanging out with. Um, the, the original uh, Jim Rhodes. What was his name? Uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, him and Terrence <laughs> Howard. <laughs> Terrence Howard is fine. They're in a meeting going, why did we do that? Why did we ask yeah. for more money? And, Andre, he he made his money in Empire. He made some money. He didn't make seasons. no Marvel money. That's, that, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know how much. Well, for the movie appearance, it's probably not that much. But yeah, he's... I think when when they do the uh, Rhodey Iron uh, Iron Wars TV show, that's when he's gonna be like, yeah. man, it will be six back. episodes, and I can make a lot of money. So that's probably who he'll be upset. <laughs> but other than that, Terrence Howard is fine. He had a he had an Academy Award nomination. He's good. Yeah, House on the Flow. Um, uh, but I th- I think that's it. I, the other question I had wasn't very good. It was like all the knockoffs, Biker Boys and Torque. Um, they, so they tried to redo redo this with motorbikes and all kinds of other things. I I couldn't think of anything else you could do instead of bikes and cars and like boats or something like that but i think yeah, so. we thought about canals think about this, this. <laughs> like kayaks like canals. kayak racing and then, you're under, <laughs> and then and then imagine there's night boat a boat that speaks to you that's kind of like night like rider, rider? Like, kind of night like that but it's boat. night boat and night, a, canoe? night boat and then on top of that he's fighting a bunch of people on skidoos that are all flying in the water and it could be kind of this amalgamation of things in, in Venice, in the canals. And uh, it would be a tie-in to Indiana Jones 3. Uh, they they did kind of have ski-doos in the second one. So I think it would be really funny if, if they made a knockoff, but it was like paddle boats. You, you have to pedal. Like the opposite. Like the opposite. It's very slow. <laughs> Come on, skill. Lenny. Pedal proper. <laughs> like, shut up, dumb. I'm trying. Nas, I was lost for a season. You need more Nas. Oh man! All right, cool. So I, I, instead, I'm going to kick it to Stu, who, who found some alternate casting for the main cast. Yeah, John. I don't, John I, don't, lined, I don't know if anyone knows it. John lined it up purpose perfectly. So I'm going to give everyone yeah. these thoughts from uh, yeah, yeah. linked uh, from uh, from my links I found from. Uh, yeah, because I know all the alternate car casting. I know what cars. So there were, were a bunch of parts, alternate, people. but I don't know people. <laughs> so this is great, uh, John, with the whole he lined it perfectly with Ja Rule and Ludacris. So I'm going to leave tell you who 
these three actors were considered for the role of Brian O'Connor before Paul Walker was cast. So I want you all to imagine a world where one of these three actors was going to be the Paul Walker part. And could any of them have done a better job than R.I.P. Paul Walker? Uh, the answer is no, one. obviously, but we're doing this for fun. I know. <laughs> actor number one, Eminem. I, I actually, I think I heard that. I heard that before. Yeah. Clearly no one cares. Yeah, Eight Mile was a good movie, but he played himself. So I don't. Think Actor two, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Actor three, Christian Bale. How is that possible? How old? <laughs> what what movie was Christian Bale in at this time that I can? Christian Bale wasn't anything at that time. That's why he probably so he was been always completely movie. new. Eh? He was, well, no, no, he wasn't new. He, he was, was a, a child actor. actor. Yeah, and mm -hmm. he did some stuff into his teens, and then he stopped acting for a while, and then he. He came back, so this probably would have been around the equilibrium time, right? Because was what was equilibrium like around ni uh, 98, 99? So I, yeah, he was a I child actor. That. He was an Empire of the Sun. He was a kid yeah. actor for. He was in Newsies and Newsies. <laughs> equilibrium was Equilibrium was two thousand two, so basically one year okay, younger. So yeah, um, yeah than it would have been around in that time. movie. So could any of these three have done a better job than Paul Walker? No, could these movies have been. <laughs> I think, I think the only one who could come close Wahlberg. was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an option. No, I would say Mark Wahlberg would be the closest um, because he would have just been coming off of Fear, which was, I think, 97 or so. So, um, But I think Mark Wahlberg, he was still too, at that time, if you watch his movies, was still too into Mark his Wahlberg. own head, in his own ego. So I think that what Paul Walker brought was a bit more of a... Um, not puppy dog, but a, more of a humility, I guess, to the role. So, yeah, Wahlberg did a movie in '98 called The Big Hit, which was that's which correct. It was filmed in Toronto. I guess you could kind of see that character in this, but yeah, I don't know. That, that movie was filmed in Hamilton and in various parts of the GTA, uh, yeah. The Big Hit, uh, with uh, Avery Brooks from uh, Deep Space Nine and uh. Lou Diamond uh, Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips and like a whole bunch. Uh, I think uh, who else was in it? The the oh man, there was another actor who was in it for like two seconds. Uh, anyways, uh, it was a good movie. Uh, the yeah. big hit. Uh, okay, so the next uh, thing that uh, I found, uh, which was quite interesting, was that uh, these were the various actresses uh, that were auditioned for the role of Mia. So tell me whether any of these would have done a better job than. Uh, uh, Jordana, Jordana Brewster. So uh, it would be Jessica Biel. Okay. Uh, Bijou Phillips. Hmm, Kristen interesting. Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Yep. No, no. Out. She's out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mary Jane. Sarah Michelle Geller. And okay. Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie, Natalie Portman's loving it. This role would have been <laughs> way too small. Audition for these roles, like <laughs> they auditioned. Yes, they, they all auditioned, but they didn't get it. Yeah, I don't I'm know so why they. Natalie like, Portman. Yeah, I, listen. Sorry, unfortunately, Jordana, like, like throughout most of the series, like she seems to be like the most interchangeable part. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, yeah. She she does not get much time in this. She movie. doesn't get much time. Like she's you know she's interesting because of Brian in in it, but you know I I. I don't think any of those girls would have done a, a bad 
job because what did Jordana really do? But I guess you're trying to make him kind of look like Dom. So I don't know if you could have Kirsten Dunst or Natalie Portman beside Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? Then you're really like, not that, again, not that Jordana and then look the same anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. they're just throwing it out there. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, I think Natalie Portman had the, had way more uh, screen cred and reputation, but I think, and not I don't to disparage for it. Not to just, I'm surprised about it because not to yeah. disparage this this franchise, but I, but this is like a Harvard part. Like she would have been like entering Harvard around that time. So like she's, it just seems like it's, it doesn't seem like in the wheelhouse of movies that she would have been doing in the tra- trajectory of her career. So I was kind of surprised that that name came up. And Jessica Beale's not surprising. I always had the feeling for this movie, it was just like, it was who the producers kind of knew. It's like they got one person and they're like, Hey Vin, do you know anybody who might want? Like, it just seemed like such. Not that it was terribly yeah. low budget, but it just well, seemed I, like I, I no, think it, it, it was a bit low budget. Though. I think it it's was still low budget, budget but I, it just felt like, hey, these are the people you know. It's like calling your buds, like Yo, we're gonna make this yeah. movie. Hey, Andre, yeah. we'll call somebody. Oh, who's, Rob, who's are you cheap? available? Yeah, yeah man, I'll, I'll send my kid off to, to to a sitter. I'll come and help. You know, not that that's <laughs> exactly what happened, but right. you know, it just it yeah, just yeah. seemed. But it worked out, man. The cast yeah. had some good chemistry after. A dozen movies or so, right? I think to the point when you look at the actors that were were potentially for Brian and Mia, it's just the potential. Like no one would anticipate that it would get to like Fast Ten, but with really good actors, they'd probably be doing a lot more with the material given to them. But they wouldn't have lasted this long. Yeah, you wouldn't have had Natalie Portman would not have gone ten uh, movies, ten movies deep. She's no way she would have done it. Well, yeah, yeah. Same, even Vin Diesel yeah. stepped away with number two, right? And, and uh, well, yeah, but that was a. He, I mean, he 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 had a huge ego issue after Triple X and everything else. But um, but same with Christian Bale. There's no way he would like so those actors that you mentioned they would not have committed hmm. to this many movies in a franchise. And that's that's why it's kind of the cast feels. <laughs> kind of special because it's like they did something it was well mm. received and then they kept doing it like they did become this yeah. this, this, this family, family. And, it, and, it, and it continued like if if there were bigger actors there's no way it did, wouldn't matter how much dump truck you backed up right it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, i don't i don't think it would have gotten to that to that space you know so. I got two more for you before we bounce. Uh, All right, yeah, let, let's, let's hit the two more and two, then we two more. We got to bounce. Um, maybe quickly talk about the rest. Quickly, yeah. um, the role of Mia was written for Elijah Dusku, but she turned yeah, down okay. the role. Interesting. So what are your thoughts on that? That's not not surprising. It was written for her. You can, yeah. yeah. Although, I'm, wait, Mia? I, I mean, I actually would have seen her in Letty. I no, would have seen Mia. her as Letty, to be honest with you. She was Faith on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah, I wonder what else what she was doing at the time that was didn't allow her to. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and last one. This is the biggest bomb drop. And I was like, "What the world?" John and me are, is living in a mirror universe, rejoicing the fact that this casting happened, but we're saddened that it didn't happen. This one, Timothy Oliphant turned on the wrong Dom Toretto. Thinking the film would be too similar to another car-related film he'd just been in, Gone in 60 Seconds in 2000. So he was in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, which John and me already love. But he turned it down because of... of yeah, I already did a car movie. I don't know if I'll do another one. He did a, well, he, yeah, was like a, he was like a, a partner world, character that no one really knew. What yeah, but thank world, God. 
because we wouldn't have gotten Deadwood. <laughs> yeah, but but Fast and Furious with with uh, Timothy Oliphant is a whole. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the same at all. No, no. And, yeah, he's <laughs> not. He he, he has that walk, that swagger. He doesn't look like a car guy. He looks like a guy who's out testing shoes. Like he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not. He's, no, yeah. He doesn't look. Imposing. Vin Diesel definitely does really sell this this character. Yeah. I, I, I would just. Sure. I'm just picturing Vin Diesel in six seasons of Justified. I'm just picturing <laughs> <laughs> that's a swap. swap Vin Diesel swap. for Timmy and Vin Diesel and Deadwood. <laughs> like, think about that. How good would that be? Like, it's Raylan Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best Marshall. <laughs> like him being like, hey Dewey, come here. <laughs> like him dealing with like in 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 the back ye olden times being a sheriff. Like oh, man. It would be amazing in Deadwood and dealing with uh, Calamity Jane. These are the things I wonder about. Anyway, that's 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 the thing. So oh, thank you. Oh, crazy. On that. That All right, time. thank you, thank you, Stu. That was that was good. Um, I think we'll just wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us for so long. Uh, we're gonna start to wrap this up now. I just wanted to quickly talk about, I guess, uh, what we're expecting when we do Fast Five. So next week we're gonna cover Fast Five. Um, if, if you want to talk, ones? unbelievable. Yeah, well, we don't have time, Stu, because Fast Nine is out the week after that. <laughs> Unless you want to do one episode for the for the entire rest of the week. Man, I feel like you're doing the injustice to the rest of them. But yeah, sure. No, we're to- not. Because Fast <laughs> Five is where the whole franchise shifts and changes into what we now get. Right. There's a there's a there's a delineation between what comes from one to four and, and five onwards. Right. So I would say four four is the th- four starts it and five five is where they get the budget and it 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 it, it takes off but four lays the groundwork for it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if I remember four was more of like it was almost like an origin story more than what this movie was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Four four is actually almost a, like redo a reboot of two. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like yeah. we kind of like this idea of guys racing around to appease this, you know, overlord boss. Let's do it again in four. Except for us adding Giselle and we're good. So yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good yeah so I, let, let, so talk a little bit i guess and if anyone has any just last comments about maybe two three four before we get to five um i think I will you shout out do, eva mendes i think you need to do five and then do just like tokyo drift and start doing them backwards and start doing reviews yeah. of two three four because <laughs> really who cares at this like the fact that tokyo just kind of they just filled in where they wanted to so i think mm-hmm. do four yeah, and then nine again, and then do the rest of that you know what like this yeah, well, let, let's let Andre take it away and talk a little bit. About has, it. Like they've done more than than you would have expected or gave them credit. Nobody gave this movie, a movie about cars, a chance. And every time they do something, it is better than it has any right to be. So once you get four, and then four leads into five. And then in five, they're like, yo, let's go back and get this villain. And then they bring in Giselle and then they go back and they build the team from two. It's like, it's almost like they did say, hey, we want to get to point X where these guys are super spies. So let's do all this groundwork and then bring them all back together. You know, it was honestly, I think, I think for what it is and without having the writers and the, and the, uh, the budgets and, and the background source material they're not pulling from anything this is not 70 years of marvel or 60 or 65 years of dc they had to come up with this and they built likable characters sure why does so and so know how to do x y or z 
Well, they did the incredible in their first movie. <laughs> let's just let's just keep letting them drive submarines and, and and all kinds of different things, man. It's like at at this point, you just you just go with it and you and you enjoy it, right? But I think so. I think that those movies though benefit. You're right. I mean, it took somebody to sit down there and they actually crafted this story, and I think that they did take. They took um, reference from lots of comics. Like, hey, listen, we can easily go back in time and do like, from tons of different pop cultural movies or books and to 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 craft out the story. But I think a huge this franchise wouldn't be what it is without the direction of Justice Justin Lin. I mean, I think that had he not been the person helming it and almost being the Kevin Feige of the of the direction of that franchise, we probably wouldn't get to where we are at with nine. I think it would have. He would have stopped and it, you know, just wouldn't have, it just wouldn't, it would have become what like all the Friday the 13th movies were, you know, in part eight, Jason, take, they would have just been like throwaway B throwaway type B, movies. Yeah. So but I they, think for sure, Justin Lin, issue, right? Like they were able yeah. to at least put these threads in and, and as you're watching them, they're like, oh yeah, hey, that's cool. It kind of makes sense. Like these are not characters that they're just pulling out, you know, and, and, and I know we'll get to it next week, but yeah, just putting the rock in there, like just mm-hmm. talk about literally adding NOS to your movie. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and it did. It 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 uh shot them to the stars, right? So yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's I, I'm rewatching them all. I'm gonna rewatch them all with my son. He's all Even he three? wants. He want. Oh yeah, I'll watch. Yeah, because I'm a completionist. The fact that you say I have the entire collection except for three, it, when you said that inside, I was like, oh, because <laughs> I have all the stupid Fox X Men movies, and I hate the last few, but I have to have them. What, what year is? Uh, what yeah. year is Fast Five? It's, it's like skipping a Star Wars movie. It's like there's a, there's like six of them. Yeah. There's only six of them. Andre, the there's, there's only six of them, and then you have to watch all six. Uh, and yeah, yeah. you know, there's only six. Yeah. There's only six. There's the prequels, and then there's the other one. That's it. Like, like what? You're gonna not watch? You know, uh, you're not gonna watch. Uh, you know, Attack of the Clones, Andre. You're just gonna skip that movie. No, you gotta watch Attack of the Clones. You know, you're gonna you're gonna miss the Phantom Menace. No, you gotta rock the Phantom Menace. This is so weird because you know people are watching this going, "What's he talking about?" There's actually nine movies. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. There's only six. But you, you just can't not have the you know the third movie. You know, uh, that's it. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember for five if like were there, was that was this before the era of all the spoilers coming out on in, in on the internet and stuff like that. I feel like when I went in to watch five, I didn't know. Tyrese and a bunch of the other guys were going to show up. So I don't know. I think it's been it's been a long time, John. Your brain's your memory's fleeting because trailers and stuff came out. You knew what was going on. No, I feel like I didn't know Tyrese. John's right. I remember being pretty happy. Fast Five was 2011. No, it was 2009. Fast Five was 2000. Fast and Furious is 2009. Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Fast and Furious. Fast Five is 2011. Oh, that's really weird. Google has two different things. Okay, right. So Fast Five 2011. It, that would have been around the time that ain't it cool news and whatnot were breaking spoilers, uh, whether or not yeah, maybe you were... it just wasn't as apparent. Maybe Facebook wasn't yeah. as hot at that time or something. I don't know. It's I, I remember not not really with that actual coming. things in life, John. Maybe, not yeah, maybe. Yeah. We were we were talking through yeah. ICQ. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that my, my 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 quick thoughts. Two two. I really loved back in the day and watched it many times. It's a little bit rough now. I watched a little bit of it before we started here. Um, three. I've tried watching it repeated times. It is Justin Lin. I want to like it, but every time Tokyo Drift, yeah, Tokyo Drift, it just Tokyo falls Drift apart. Good, man. The greatest part about Tokyo Drift is Han 
and the Japanese car culture they infused in there. Uh, but once they put the Skyline engine in the Mustang at the end, I just, I just checked out. Um, so that, 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 that mountain scene, I'm like, I, 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 I don't even think I've watched it in its entirety because I just, I'm like, I'm done. Um, mm. And then four, I actually quite like four, except for in the tunnel, it's really dark. And, and I'm like, why did you have to choose to go in this tunnel? Why don't you just yeah. make it on roads or something like that? Um, but but I, did, I do remember liking four. So I'm looking forward to going to five. I don't know if anyone else wants to drop quick thoughts on that. You guys already touched on a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> well, good. I, um, I guess the only thing I will, I will, I will say is that what's really cool is that the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise is, like you said, is hitting twenty, right? Yeah, like, 20, 20, years 20, years 20 years is year. And, twenty years and, as of the twenty second of June, I think. Twenty second, like and as of July first, we're hitting twenty years. So that's that kind of cool. Pretty crazy, right? actually. So yeah. that's, that's there just, you go. That's pretty, yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. So we're 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 intertwined with with the fast, you know. Uh, so it's kind of cool. That's cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long time since uh, we saw. Did all, did everyone see this in theaters just before we close this out? I, I don't, the first I one. Did not. I, no, you didn't. I, did. I, I definitely saw it I theaters. Did. Yeah, I don't remember. No, I, I think I've seen. Remember. I smoked I think, a lot of pot back then. <laughs> I, I think I've I've seen like most of them in the theater. I think I missed one or two along the way. Uh, but I've I, seen I, four, five, six, seven, eight, and that's why yeah. nine's killing me because I really want to see it in the theater opening day. Because from four onward, opening take the day off, opening in the theater like a matinee, <laughs> and I don't know if I'll be able to do it for this one. I, I don't know. It's not. There's no theaters in Ontario. However, as of to Wednesday. Interprovincial, interprovincial, mm. provincial travel will be allowed, and we can drive to Quebec theaters and watch it if you want. DTFO. <laughs> that that might be I, I would rather wait. I, I would rather hold out watching it and try to not. I can probably watch it via a Russian dash cam. So, uh, which is pretty much what I have right now. You're never so. going to see it in the theater, John. It's not. You, it, it'll be out of theaters by the time we open up in Ontario. I don't know. I kind of want to hold. Theaters opening hold in hold. July, July 25th. No, I don't think it's no. They're not till like August, I believe. The yeah, end August. of July or early August. Who's going to be in the theater till August, anyways? Because there's mm. that. No, Fra- like Fraser said drive-ins are open. If we yeah. can find a drive-in, we can definitely go there. Uh, <laughs> we'll go. We'll go buy a, a three thousand uh, dollar Acura Vigor online and we'll uh, pull up to the the, the drive-through. That's fine, so long as I get to hold on to the top as you spin off into the ditch. That's uh... yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Anyways, thank you very much, folks, for tuning into that. Thank everybody. you, all you guys, for jumping in on that. Uh, I know we were a little bit all over the place, uh, but I can I can talk about this movie all all the time. So it's a, a little too easy for me. So I just wanted to make sure we had some form of organization. <laughs> Thanks to Sue for for chipping in that segment. That was great. Um, so everybody, uh, new uh, Heroes World podcast, new episodes every Sunday. We are covering the new Loki show and whatever uh, shenanigans happen then. And if you are watching this on the replay, the, the Sidekick show is live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and definitely check out all our socials and our website and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. So And watch Fast and the Furious 5. You can watch one, two, three, four, five, if you want, for next week. Um, more than welcome to. Um, thank you, Rob. And then follow thank Rob you. at the 905. He's got new videos uh, tomorrow and Thursday. Unless he takes Not this week. Off. I'm taking this week off. What? Okay, so no new videos from Rob. I, I got week. some new. I got some new equipment. I'm setting up, so I'm taking this week off. So ignore his Must channel be nice for a week. King. No, no, go go back. <laughs> go back and watch his other videos because he's got some great videos on there. So definitely check that out. Um, Rob, anything else we need to talk about before we close here? No, man. Nope. See you guys next week.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, sorry, stupid mirrored thing. Thank you, Stu <laughs> and Andre. <laughs> Peace out. All See you guys right. on the next one. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.